now sits in the hold of Belkson, surrounded by tribes of hostile orcs. The situation is bad enough that the townsfolk keep a vow to keep their hope knives close, to finish themselves off before the orcs can do worse to them. But now come evils worse than before, for trouble follows true now like crows. A simple suicide is just the first step to uncovering a conspiracy of orcs, dragons, giants, and more. Trunal's defenders will journey across the Mindspin Mountains, passing through fire and death till the lightning falls. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPG MP3, present Giant Slayer, a Pathfinder adventure path. Episode 4. When last we left our glorious dwarven hero, he was being devoured by a giant centipede. No, wait, he was fighting a giant centipede. I don't recall it going down quite like that. (laughs) Uh, But before that, I wanted to jump back a little in time. Um, As you were investigating the exterior of the playhouse, you noticed something. Of course. I've just been contemplating it up until this point to work out what it means. So... um, yeah, I want to draw a little map of the plague house to give you a bit of context for what you're looking at. Makes sense. Oh, at least it's exterior. Alright. Okay, so this is the outside of the plague. This is roughly speaking the outside of the plague house. Yep. Um, whenever you're ready. Yep. Sorry. That's okay, just... So, um, actually, let me just redraw that a little bit. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Okay, here we go. This is the outside of the playhouse. Yep. So, this is the, um, it's roughly speaking a two-story building, but a lot of, lot, not a lot of the top is intact. This is the ground floor, um, but you are currently on the second floor in there. Um, there's a giant boulder's giant boulder slash small cliff off to the um off to this side. Yeah. Um and I told you there were three entrances. This is a hole. You can kind of navigate yeah. the hole in yeah. some manner, but it's a bit risky. There's the front doors and there's this hole in the wall. Yeah. You came in via the hole in the wall. I did. Um there inside the bit that you have explored there's kind of a fairly ruined room. Um a hallway, or a, a, a doorway out here, and the stairs going up. Yep. You've explored this room and yep. the stairs going up. Yes. And what you've got upstairs is one small lost room. What's, what's the deal with the boulder, from what I know? Is it like a boulder fell on it during the, um, during the storm that burnt it down? No, um... Or it's being built back against the cliff wall? It's being built back against the large boulder that was just here already. Go cool, Provide. Um, originally, there was a wall that went all the way along. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah n- now sense. the but wall, now the wall bit... has been burned out, so it just more or less backs onto boulder. It, there's bits of wall in there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's bits of wall, mostly boulder. Huh? All makes perfect sense. Cool. So you said that you circum- you went round the outside of the house carefully and quietly and had a look at all the entrances and yeah. looked for lights and things. There is a fire pit here. Um, it is not currently lit. But 
it, it, there is a um, there is something that could conceivably produce a light source. So you can have a bit of an investigative an investigative that if you would like to. And that is. Um, you have to get up close to be able to see it because it's um, you know, but you've got dark. Yeah, so we don't it. check it at first, but at the point we're coming close to the building anyway. Yeah. Tomorrow we'll literally sort of move over and put a hand in it, on it slash near it and see if it's still warm, which I don't imagine it particularly is at this point, given when we're coming. No. Unless people have lit it earlier in the evening. But you can give me a survival or craft alchemy check. Uh, alchemy. Mm-hmm. I contemplate him having a rank in you, but I did not. Mm-hmm. Do these ashes look like something was burned in here? Uh, Pella got, got a better number than you, I suspect. I, I have a six on survival. I can tell that you could have lit a fire in this pit. So Pella will pick up the ashes and have a bit of a sniff of them and stir them and look at the coals. And um, she um, says, This ash isn't warm. Nothing was burned here tonight. But this isn't an abandoned fire pit nobody's used in years. It This has been used... Recently, look, and she has a little dig, her hands get a bit grubby through the coals. Some of these are fresh, and they smell funny. I, I don't know. I don't think they're regular coal. I don't think they're regular coal, but they were put in recent. They were put in recently. Somebody's burned this, set this fire in the last couple of days. Interesting. Might account for some of the strange lights we've been hearing about. I think so, but whatever it is, it's not happening tonight. There's actually a town alchemist, is there? Uh, I can't remember. Let me have a look. I think what I'm, my thought process is like taking the coal, a piece of the strange coal to someone else. You absolutely can. Yeah, yeah, but if there isn't anyone that I actually know with an alchemist. I mean, um, you could try Agrit. Um, I don't believe... Yeah, that. she's not an alchemist, she's a... Um... Yeah. I don't know that there's anyone more alchemist but um, if you're looking at the more obscure town residents, there might be someone. Let me just have a peek at the list of... No, the the, the, the second one that I'd put my peg in would probably be Silvermane, and Pella can presumably tell me yes or no fairly easily. Yeah. Uh, she tells you she doesn't think... Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't think he has any kind of alchemical training. You know, you could definitely try Angrit. She could make a check and see if she can tell you something. Certainly, if you want to take some of it away, you could also experiment with it. Yes. Like, um, if you light a fire here, it's going to be a fairly obvious sign yeah. you were here. But if you take some of the coals away, it's very un- and then Pella sort of buries it back up. It's very unlikely anyone will notice that. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take two or three of the coals and just kind of wrap them in a bit of. Stick them in your bag, sure. So you've got some coals, and that's about what was out here. Cool beans. I just wanted to draw your attention to that, because you did explicitly ask about lights and mysterious things. You know, I've been thinking about those coals, and what they remind me of more than anything else is how they're shaped like the fangs of a giant centipede. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> All right, and, the then irony. We, and then we cut forward a bit in time to where you are... In the loft room, looking at a statue of Iomedi, yeah. you turn around and you can see a giant centipede is coming up the stairs after you. 
I don't believe, um, I believe you guys heard it coming. Yep. So there's a giant centipede that's about to attack. There's no surprise round. You guys, you guys go, it goes. Yep. It seeks to devour. You look tasty. So does Pallor and Wolf. It's actually going to have to think about who it wants to eat most. So, uh, it's it's mostly the big brother thing that I don't expect Pella to be onto this like her big brother is. Yeah. So I will elbow her and say, there, Pella, there, the stairs. And um, Pella rolls her eyes at you, something I sense that she's gotten quite practiced at. I see it. <laughs> and I will spin around, because I'm up first, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I will spin around. Um, quick draw out my bright metal bow, which is basically the dwarven longbow that you fire sideways. Yeah. Um, move back a bit, presuming I've still got an angle on the stairs there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's up the stairs at yeah. this point. <laughs> you guys are closer towards the back of the room because you were looking at the statue. Then and take a shot at it. I will let fly an arrow at it. Sure. Have a swing. Uh, that would be a 19 arrowing. You hit the centipede right in its wishes it wasn't flat-footed, um, chitin? You hit it in its chitin? Yeah, I mean, it has eyes, yeah. but, but yes, it's chitin as its armor. Uh, that would be seven damage. Centipede, I told you you should have beaten them in initiative. Is it dead? It is dead. <laughs> okay, in my defense, if I realized you were going to kill this thing quite this quickly, I would have made you draw an initiative checker. So, you know, it comes skittering up the stairs, um... You identify what, with your dwarven dark vision, you identify what looks like a, a vulnerable spot, and you put yeah. an arrow cling through said vulnerable spot. The centipede convulses and dies on the stairs. Don't worry, I've got this. <laughs> Pella sighs deeply. You can hurt your eyes doing that one day. <laughs> this time it was just the sigh. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, if you've taken care of the giant centipede, what do you want to do for fun now? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to have more of a poke around here, or should we have to head back downstairs and have a look at some of the other rooms? Uh, we hadn't finished this room, had we? This is where the Iomedian statue was. Yeah, you haven't um, necessarily had that much of a poke. You've identified it as a statue of Iomedian by, you know, the power of looking. Yeah. But um, you haven't, um, given that you know this place is consecrated yeah. to Iomedian, it's yeah. a goddess with longsword. Um, you haven't no, really shocking. Yeah, you haven't really investigated the statue or the room if you desire to do so. Cool. So first thing tomorrow I'll basically go to the stairs, put an ear out, um, if nothing happens, then walk down a couple of stairs, take a look around, assess there's no more centipedes climbing up to eat us. No, there's um the centipedes are not particularly subtle tacticians. Yeah. If there was one here, it would be trying to eat you. No, but, I mean, there could be anything down there. There could yeah, be... Yeah, no, but I mean, e- I, I'm not saying... soldier you... mites with their army of centipedes. Yeah, I'm not saying you can know that before you go down the stairs, but you take down the stairs, you take a look around. You yeah, so Tomar spends a couple of minutes digging around. Yeah. Um, then goes back up and has a look-see round in the I mean, statue room. Yep. Sorry, my voice is going to be a bit off tonight, I think. I think you're doing just fine, sweetie, but if your throat starts to get too sore, we can just let me know and we can put a pen in it. Will do. I'm just um, finding which one's the statue room again. Upstairs. Ah, uh, low level. Ah, uh, here we are. <laughs> the scorpion is dead. The centipede is dead. Yeah, yeah. 
It could have killed you, but instead you killed it. Yep. There are more deadly things, you know, facing you that will actually... In this world, Horatio and centipedes. Yep. Alright, yep. Um, so, yes, I've got the room. Yep. We're having a peek around. Yep. Um, the, this room is pretty devastated. I'm not going to call for a search check here. What's in here is the statue. Yep. You can have a bit more of an investigator of the statue if you want to. The, the, the roof's been exposed. Because this place doesn't, this floor doesn't have much of a roof, there's a lot of wood damage here. There's, there's nothing, there's nothing left. Anything's been blown away or picked over or just generally gone by the, via the ravages of time. The statue was solid enough to have survived. Yeah, yeah. So tomorrow will take sort of two minutes just to kind of poke around with a pole around the corners yeah. of the room. Okay, there's no, Corpses or hope knives here or any of that sort of thing. Um, and then we'll sort of turn, um, look around the devastated and burnt out room, put a hand on a immediate statue and basically just sort of pat her on the hand and say, sorry about this. Not your fault. Not your fault. Night I was born. It was it was the night I was born. The plague house burned down. And uh, Pella will look at you and say, "Yeah, but lightning struck it in a storm." Not your fault. Not your fault. You were just a baby. I. I. Silly superstition, but I've heard it before. <clears throat> I, I know, but. It doesn't make it true just because people say it a lot. And not very, you notice it's never very clever people that say it. No, well that's true enough. <laughs> Alright, um. Pella's position is that the entire superstition thing is a load of old nonsense. Um, she's notably never been affected with anything particularly bad in your company and, um, largely considers that people are putting it on. Presuming there's nothing, um, Overly obvious about the statue, I think at this point we disconnect and head downstairs again. Cool, no problem. Alright, so, um, you come back down the stairs, you're in here, you've already investigated this room, so heading out that way or leaving are your two options at this point. Alright, does it have a long sword? Yeah, uh. Or is it the statue has a long, it has a statue long sword as opposed and to the, this, this, this statue has a statue long sword. Yeah. Even as I say it, I'm like, but if it has a longsword, then no, I'm not robbing the burned-out church anyway. So <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Ignore me. No problem. Okay, so are you heading out or further in? Uh, is there more upstairs? Uh, no, that, that, this is the surviving upstairs room. So you, you've investigated it, there's no doors. You can come, you come back down the stairs. You're in this room. You haven't been this way. That's the way back out. Yep. Beely, beely, bee. Cool. So when you come in here, you find a long hallway with a door at the end. Yep. How about I just use tomorrow's our vague reference point on the map? Sure. Because I assume this is only 10 gigantic to scale. So doorway. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't even made a particularly solid effort. It's merely yeah. to give you a general idea. No. So, hallway. Yep. So, for whatever our efforts are worth, we're trying to creep around in here. Tamar moves down, we look through the next hallway. Cool, I'll bear in mind that you're, you can make stealth checks as and when it becomes relevant. Cool, you open the door. Yep. 
Cool. This takes you out into a much larger hallway. This is the main um, main hallway of the building. Over there, you can see the front doors. Yeah. There's another doorway into the room down there. Um, over there, just behind you, is the hole. And um, next to the hole is a collapsed stairway, which um, potentially... Um, Lead downstairs, but you know, no longer really leads anywhere. It, it, it's you could climb down that, or you can climb down the hole, but um, neither of them is a great option. Um, it does indicate that, um, like the the presence of a stairway going down indicates that there's a basement here, which you may not necessarily have known. There, 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 or at least there was a basement level here fifty years ago because someone bought a, built a staircase yep. down to it. Yep. Um, and that's and you can only sort of tangentially see those doors, but I've drawn in the, the yep. doorway at the end, which you'll see if you go around the corner. Yep. Save you um save redrawing that bit as soon as you go there. That's fine. So I'll sort of poke my head in, have a look, see around. Um, say to Pella, there's nothing here, nothing much here. But on the other hand, there were the centipedes. At least there could be other creatures in here. Close quarters. Close quarters. Be ready for a melee if there's anything here, and he will switch to war axe and shield. Cool. Um, Pala climbs on board Wolf. Now we appear to be um, ceasing going up and down stairs for a bit, and and draw and draws her lance. Yep. Now armed with something. Dwarven war axe and heavy wooden shield. Yep. Okay. Lord. So you go down that way, you um can... Alright, let me have a look-see at the... Look, a giant hole. My mm-hmm. friends don't have a hole in this bit. Uh, so in this... This is um a hall. Um, the... um Over to this wall, you can see the ro- a giant rock face. Yep. And um, up there is the sky. This building really isn't structurally sound. A stone cutting the rock face. There's a, um, jagged red runes have been painted onto the rock. Really large ones. They take up a, someone was clearly painting the very length of of their arm. Interesting. Inside Uh, the building? Uh, what what was inside the building? On the rock wall. Yeah. So it's it's now kind of inside the building? Yeah, yeah, no, um. Uh, it's at building level as opposed to painted above the building. Yeah, it's, it, it looks like someone painted this standing pretty yes, much where, where Tomas many is. Interesting. Uh, and um, there's a cabinet on the southeast wall and a bookcase against the northeast wall. And um, there was probably more furniture in here, but that yep. that's the surviving furniture. Yep. Paint's no longer wet, presumably? No. So it looks like a room. Does it look like a knowledge arcana room? Uh, it looks like a do you speak orc room. Uh, it doesn't, in fact, look like a do I speak orc room. And as an accomplished scholar of orc and giant, I'm not much of a linguist, but I'm reasonably intelligent. Uh, it says screed. As a, as someone who speaks orc, yep. that's not a word in orc. It's a, so it's a name. Screed. You don't see a lot of written orcish in true now. Screed, I think. 
What's a screed? Well, technically it's a proper noun, so who's a screed? Well, that is the question, isn't it? Well, we came here on the rough theory that there might be two dozen ha- two dozen halfies park- parked in a upper floor or a basement somewhere here. And this certainly seems to suggest we're on the right track. It certainly wasn't any part of the original... It certainly wasn't any part of the original construction, although it could have been painted years ago. But I don't think so. You don't see a lot of orcs roaming around through now painting things. Generally no. speaking, we shoot them before they get that close. Climb's not very hospitable to them, you're right. So, um, it seems kind of likely it was painted recently. And if it was painted recently... Well, it seems like you might be onto something, big brother. I thought you were just crazy, but that's the first real evidence this might be the place where maybe some of these people disappeared too. Aye, and I'm no artist. I couldn't tell you one paintbrush from another, but it does strike me if you're painting one thing, why not paint another? Whoever did this, whatever group did this, could well be the same ones as painting those white swords around town. Yeah. All right. Alright, so pokes you around the room. Cool. Um give me a search check. Uh Peller endeavors to assist you and succeeds. Uh which point is twenty-three. Cool. That gets you everything. Okay, um do you start with north or south? Uh North is looking towards the hole, so tactically speaking, secure the exits first. So north? North. Yep. Um, I, I'm endeavouring to make my arbitrary random no, decisions based on some vague semblance of tactics. I know, I think that's awesome and wish to encourage it. However, in some cases I may need clarification yep. of which one was the tactically sound one. Okay, so... um, Tomar is less thinking that there's going to be a dozen half-orcs um, waiting on the other side of that hole, because you can clearly see they're not. But, you know, bear traps, pit traps. All right, right. so um, you, you spend a little bit of... I mean, obviously you're not taking 20, but you spend a little bit of time with this bookcase. Yeah. Um, the first thing you discover, and quite possibly the thing that's of most interest to you, is that you... um. Well, first, actually, the first thing that you see is that up the top, it's um, there's something that there's a little bit of um, graffiti that's um, carved onto a beam relatively close to the bookcase. Yeah, it says R plus B. Um, Teldane characters. Yes, but it's written in cough English. Yeah, as opposed to Orcish or whatever. Um, And just that? Just that. say giant heart around it or anything like that? No, but it is carved on a beam. Yeah, Roderick will look at that. Uh, Sorry, Roderick. Tomar. Tomar, excuse me, will look at that. Pella, yeah. Uh, Pella is going... Pella is on wolf, so that gives her enough height to be able to see this. And she will come and shine the hooded lantern up and take a look. Well, that certainly looks like we're in the right place. Roderick plus Brynja? Gotta be. Not a certainty, but I can't think what else it would mean. But 
Why would it be carved here, of all places? Well, like we talked about, not too many places for them to meet, maybe. I... She knew we'd be looking and she didn't tell us, though. Could be just she wanted to keep her privacy. Could be she's a part of this half-orc conspiracy. Did you ask her where she and Roderick used to meet? Admittedly, no. Well, that's probably it, then. But... I take her for I take I take her for a grieving widow of sorts, poor thing. But I've been wrong before. You can't be too suspicious of people, I find. I'm not a hundred percent sure that's true. All right, having found this, you poke around the bookcase itself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing in it initially, but you do a bit more of a thorough investigation. Yep. You slide the bookcase out of it and look behind it. Yep. Where you find a um. Relatively nicely carved hope knife. Ah. Well, that probably answers that. <laughs> Oddly enough, it says for Roderick, my love. On the blade. Alright, I think we can safely... I think our advanced detective powers can safely guess this was, in fact, where Roderick and Brynja were. Or at least where Roderick lost Brynja's hope knife. Aye. Assuming he did lose it, but he said, he told her he lost it. I can't imagine he came up here to carve a wee romantic message to her if it was a place she was never going to see. It's possible. It's possible he brought her up here. Possibly she realised that he was getting too close to her mercenary companions. That action needed to be taken. Hmm. Writes down some notes. Okay, Pella's going to roll her eyes again. <laughs> She's not 100% convinced by your detective theory here. Pays to think through all the... I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying it pays to think through all the possibilities. Um, You investigate the bookcase further and discover a hidden cubbyhole built into it. Like, for example, you see here, we've investigated the possibilities further and what we found, a hidden cubbyhole. It contains an ornate gold case or coffer studded with gems. Well, look at this. Here's a shiny wow. bauble we'd not want to have missed. That's that's amazing. What's inside? Maybe there is something for taking a look at these things. Nothing. However, looking at the case... It's a shiny bauble. It's made of gold. Yep. You don't need to roll an appraised check. Yep. It, yep. It's valuable. Um, how do you normally do the appraisals? Do you just tell people what the GP values are, or do you have them make your praise checks? As a GM? Yeah. Um, generally speaking, I've stopped bothering because it's not um, compellingly interesting, but it sort of depends what they're finding. Like, if it's something that's fairly rudimentary, you know, it's a bejeweled longsword, you think it would be worth 50 gold more than a regular longsword because it's so shiny. Um, the other one is I just boil the appraise rules into a straight intelligence check. You can just use appraise straight out of the book. Just um, change the DCs and take it for intelligence and see it. Sweet. Well, and I'm not going to call for appraise checks on regular treasure because I don't think it's very interesting. Yeah. So um, what you have here is a solid gold coffer studded with gems worth 500 GP. So I have a... Is it bejeweled or it's just gold? It's gold. No, it's gold and bejeweled. It's bejeweled gold co- coffer. So it's not that large, but it's made of valuable material. Because it fit, fit in a secret passage in a bookcase. Yeah. But it's, it's um, what it's made of enhances its value considerably. 
and what do you want? Do you want me to write a value on it? Do you want me to put a question mark on it at this point? No, write a value on it is fine because when you investigate it, you determine said value. Yep. So five hundred GP. Sorry, that went obviously went in one ear and out the other as I was thinking about how pristine the sheet of original was. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's what you find in the book. Yep. Okay. Yep. So tomorrow we'll sort of open it, being very thorough, like yep. checks it for a false bottom. Cause I've run yeah, because if you, you've literally run into it in this bookcase, yep. in the sense if you hadn't checked the bookcase for a false bottom, you wouldn't have this. Yep. And then sort of, well, that's a pretty bauble, and no mistake. Mother will like something we can buy her with that for a birthday. Mother will like something we can buy her with that for a birthday gift. I feel a little bad about take. I feel a little bad about taking it. I doubt it belongs to our friends. Of, our friends, of the halfies, if it's hiding in here. But it, I'd say whoever that's it belonged been, to is long gone at this point. I'd say that's been there for a while. All right, and Nazrin teaches us that a good soldier needs to take every advantage. I'd certainly say true. True now, citizens are true now. Need to take what advantage they can find. Think of the scrolls I could buy with this. With your share. Aye, with with my share. Wondering if we've time if we've time to get back to town. No, she won't be open at this time of night. Were we investigating a um, you know, possible invasion of the town? Right, right. Yes, yes. Of course. That's what I need the scrolls to defend against. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. Um, you poke around, this one is not as difficult to find. Yep. Um, there's, um, a little cache of what seem to be supplies in here. Yep. Um, just based on the kind of gear, you would say this was put here relatively recently. It's, um, it's mundane, like food and rations. No, but it's, um, things that, um, would not have survived for a long period of time. Yep. And would probably have been found given they're not super well hidden. Yep. Um, that there is an iron flask with some kind of oil in it. In fact, there are two iron flasks with different kinds of liquid in them. Yep. Um, a scroll case containing three scrolls and two small vials. Three scrolls, did you say? Three scrolls. Fundamentally, if the scroll case had been sitting out here for 50, for 50 years, it wouldn't still contain what appear to be intact scrolls. Also, quite frankly, someone would have taken it. Yeah. Uh, no, that's right. I have in my head that I've done alchemy in the past, but um, what it actually done was glass blowing, just not enough to um, actually put points in it as a position. Yeah. So, cool. Uh, I will have a look at the oil and liquid and things, but I can't really do any of the vials, but I can't really do anything with them. Yeah. I have no idea what they are or no um, alchemical capacity to assess them. The scrolls, on the other hand. Yep. Um, do they look like they are strange magically scrolls? They do to your, um, to your relatively trained, um, capacity look like they may well be strange magically scrolls. You've looked at a lot of these things. Um, now, scroll reading is not something that is inherent 
No. You can use read magic to cover it. If you don't use read magic, I believe it's a um, skill check to... Uh, Requires a read magic spell or a spellcraft check of difficulty 20 plus spell level. Cool. Alright. So, um, let me have a look at what you've got. Are they they different spells? Uh... Yes. Because that should be reasonably obvious. I'm um, three, di- three, three different spells. Cool. Uh, I know what the third one is. Or, uh, very po- very probably that's a, um, 24 on a spellcraft check. Cool. The other ones are well under 20. Alright, so, um, you think that the first two are arcane spells of some kind. Yeah. But you can't place them just by uh, uh, you're yeah. having trouble deciphering the magic runes. The third scroll is Divine in Origin. It's a scroll of pure moderate wounds. Ooh, shiny. Well, if it was the Harfies that put them here, put these here, I'm admiring them more and more, and also getting a bit more and more alarmed. Well, but... it seems like the smart thing to do in that case would be take him, right? Oh, no question about that. Sister <laughs> <laughs> already stuffing them into his pack. I wish I knew what the others were. It might give us some idea of the plans, but another day's problem. In any case, if we run to something nastier, we'll know what to do with this. Yeah, I, I'm glad of that. Um, so, Pallor as a druid can potentially cast that scroll, I would uh, estimate. Yes, quite easily, I would imagine. Uh, the only thing it requires her to do is have 12 wisdom, because the spell is on a class list. It's of the correct type. Yep. Um, if she has 12 wisdom, she can simply cast it. Uh, yep. Uh, if her own caster level is lower than it, she has to make a caster level check. Alright, so... Which is pretty damned easy. Yeah, she's not capable of casting um, this kind of... So th- that would be... Um, she's not a druid of the requisite level, or she's not a because it's a level two spell. She is. She is not a druid of the requisite level. She herself can does not have a caster level of three, probably, no. which is what she would need to cast cure moderate. All right. So uh, she would. I, I think I'd have to take the druid list. Yeah. So she would need. Um, it might be more because. Um, that said, the check is pitiful. It's a caster level check of the scrolls caster level, which will be three. Yeah. Plus one. So she needs to make a difficulty four caster level. All right. Check. Yes. So, so this. And if she fails that, she makes a difficulty 15 wisdom check yeah. to avoid a mishap. So it almost certainly works, but not necessarily under fire. Yeah. She may, you may have mocked her dexterity, but one of the things she bought in its place was wisdom. I did, I did mock her dexterity. That was the thing I did. Yeah. Do you um, want to keep this yourself or hand it off to her? Mm, I'm perfectly happy to give it to her. So here, let's, you keep a hold of this in case we end up in any trouble. I've... I have two. I have two smaller versions of it myself. I still have two cure light scrolls. I used one on them. Cursed. Cool. I've got a few of the. I've got a few healing things in case I run into trouble. But um, nothing as big as this. I really hope no one gets hurt this badly. I. Here's hoping that the trouble is, I think the storm's already rolling in. I can feel it in my bones. Bella shivers slightly. 
best get on. I'd say we're on the right track here. Alright. Where do we go next? Do we go through that door at the end? So, the ones by us or the ones that runs down by the front door? So I noodle around north, have I noodled around south? Now? Yeah, so um that really Yeah, you've been you've been through everything in there and the hallway is a hallway, you've been up and down it, it yep. leads to the front door. Yep. There's nothing much in there. Um, there's doors, doors, door. Yeah, so how do I access this bit through here? Yeah, you did go, just go straight in there if that's you want to go through those yep, doors. that's the next step. Okay. Clear, clear one floor entirely before we start wittering around downstairs. There are a lot of beds in here. Wrought iron beds, blackened by soot. Um, they form two lines across the centre of the room. Yeah. There's room to pass them on either side and down the middle, but they do take up a lot of the space. There's a um, burnt, burnt altar to the um, to the southwest of the room, and um, beautiful, so beautiful um, holy figures in stained glass windows and uh, uh, stained glass windows, uh, which you can only see when you, if you go over and examine quite closely, given that it's dark. Yeah. But um, you would imagine they'd be beautiful in the daylight. They don't seem to be too badly damaged. And that's what you can see from an initial sort of yeah. a, a very initial poke around the room. So these beds are just the frames as opposed to mattresses, or they're still room No, there's, um, they're frames. Yeah. There's no, um, it really looks like, it looks like the fire yeah, wore yeah, pretty badly yeah. in here. Well, I doubt Brynja and Roderick had much business to do in here. The old iron on the back doesn't look too comfortable. <laughs> Nonetheless, best to check every avenue, and we'll go through and slowly start tossing it, basically looking under the bed, search the room. Okay, um, can you give me a DC 21 perception check? Uh, yes, actually, because my dice loves me. 26, in fact. Cool. Um, I shouldn't have told you the DC, that was, um... Six of one half dozen the other. Okay. Doesn't make any difference. Um, as you, um, walk between the beds to start investigating, um, you smell something. You smell burnt flesh. And you have a bad feeling about this. Yeah. Um, this gives you the opportunity to get out of this area before what's going to happen happens. That sounds like a fabulous idea. So tomorrow we'll sort of walk forward and sort of give a slight sniff. Looks like confused, like, what the hell would that be? No, out of here. Turn. Grab the two of them and just start pushing Pella and Wolf for the door. Yeah, Pella follows your lead eat hastily. And, um... Nothing, there's a sort of faint stirring in the air, and then as you two hit, as you two sort of hit the doorway, nothing happens. Yep. In a, something was sort of rousing, yep. and then it's calmed. Yeah. Um, I, I presume that, um, Tomorrow is, I'm not, I have no religion whatsoever, but I'm at least broadly familiar with the concepts of like ghosts and hauntings and weird boogity shit where people have died. This place is widely reputed to, to be, be haunted. haunted. Yes. Um, this, looking at it as Probably you, it is. as you look at this room from the doorway, you know, it occurs to you that you know plague victims died in this, died in this building, and this does kind of look like it's the infirmary. 
I, I, I admit, I kind of want to poke it because I love horns, but um. You are welcome to. I, I don't see that Tamar has any percentage of doing so, so I'll sort of push them back to the door of the room and then. Sorry, I smelt something like. shudder slightly. Like burning flesh. Like people being cooked alive in their beards. Like, like the lightning came right down and struck the building and burned them all. Alive, plague victims too weak to get up uh, uh, one Tom, by one. Toma, thanks for warning us about this. Do you th- think you stop talking about that now? It smells. It smells like death in here. So it sort of shake his head off slightly, and Gale will nuzzle into his neck. Um, the Pella's got her back pressed firmly against the door and her eyes are pretty wide. It's okay. Unhanded wolf thruff. It's okay, it's okay. No, no, nothing happened. We saw it coming. You okay? Yeah, I'm fu- I'm, I'm fine. I'm a, I'm a trained tree now scout, not a scary. It's just, I, I just, I'm glad that you've spotted it before it, it hit and Let's just keep looking around. Do you think it's safe to look around in here, or should we try somewhere else? So this is your call. Yeah. You can try and poke around um, without disturbing this thing. Yeah. But it's going to be a... You can definitely try it. It's going to be a risky business. So the the ongoing... Um, from this... I'll just flip this map over. Yeah, yeah, so you can see. So that's this thing here? The the place you haven't been on this story is that room. Is this the room full of um, uh, barrack beds? The one where no, um, this is the room full of barrack beds. Can we get into this from any other way? Um, yeah, uh, it depends on whether this is one room or two room. But yep. there's a door you yep. haven't been through in there. I uh, it may well be that we'll have to cross this place, but I'm hoping not to. I'm hoping not, and I'm hoping not tonight. Maybe less trouble to look at it in the morning. Yeah, the morning sounds great. Or in the rain when they're they're quieter. Let's uh, let's let's not head in there unless we have to. All right. I'm completely with you on that one. And he will step back into the next room and just take a bit of a minute to to wet his beard slightly with the water skin. Yeah. Rub it across his forehead and wash his face slightly. I didn't mean to be hard on you. That must have been really scary. And Pella will touch you on your arm. I was just... What you were saying was giving was making me feel a bit scared. In fact, what I'm going to do is rumble around my pack, take out a little smoke stick. Oh, in fact, even better. No, 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 I won't. I won't light a match. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Um, I'll take out my little smoke stick, which is basically like a big puffy incense stick, just shave a tiny piece off it and then just crumble it under my nose. Yeah. So I'm getting something else in the smell, a, a different smell in my yeah. nose. Like, I'll just light a match, that'll, no. Sm- so- soothing, soothing tobacco fills your nostrils and wipes out any other smells you may have smelled. Yeah. Alright, let's, let's make our way around carefully. Looks like there was rumours about the plague house being haunted, aren't just rumours. Must have died. <clears throat> Shakes his head. 
Biddly diddly diddly doo. Yep, so you go down to the room at the end. This is a little iron door, which is not locked. You open it. Um, it's it's relatively small. You can see behind you the other doorway. Both of these doors lead into this room. Yep. Um, it's a... Um, the staircase... It's, it's, most of the room is taken... There's a little platform and then a big staircase going down. There's a lockbox sitting in front of the staircase. Yep. And um, give me a perception. Give me another perception check. That and, one's the ten. Actually, sorry. Give me, give me a stealth and pal- and then give, and then give me. A- I got a four. Did pal- you did you pick that up? A four. Pella got a sixteen. <laughs> I just want to be clear that Viransur doesn't fit too well through here. <laughs> Ooh, and, and a worse perception than you. Need I point out that as a trained rogue, I'm always sneaking and crawling. <laughs> well, you absolutely are sneaking because you said you were sneaking. I what did. Were, I'm sneaking. What you didn't, what you were not doing is sneaking well. <laughs> Guess who's got a negative stealth score? <laughs> it's actually worse than that. My apologies. I think I'd have to check the armor check penalty on my shield. Alright. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Alright, and then what do they do in the books? Cool! Um, you hear nothing in the darkness as you loudly clatter into this room, and are therefore very surprised when, um, Two dire rats lurch up from the staircase and begin biting the two of you. With my shield, I actually rolled a two, so I, I hear them more loudly. Yeah, the the dire the the dire rats hear food coming. You do not hear the dire rats coming. Yep, yep. Pella apologizes; she rolled poorly on that one. Uh, this is this is probably the point where I should point out that um, well, Tamar isn't wearing any armor. He ain't carrying a light load. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Pella is dismount is still on wolf because she's at the staircase. So yep. this is um like this is you, this is staircase. Yep. So So I'm just gonna put her next to him, but she's on him. Yep. Um if you're wondering why the um uh, why the character seems to be carrying so much crap? It's because I'm carrying enough crap to go well past the light load. Yep. Yes, that is the um, most spellcasters deal with this problem by just us being sad and not carrying rope and stuff, but you've chosen to go the other route. Yep. Look, I'm, I've got to carry my eight different weapons and right. my tender twigs and my alchemical gear and my rope and my tactics book. These two rats have a centipede that died dishonorably to avenge. Roll for initiative. Ah, it's part of the vermin conspiracy then. Yep. They're the ones who are really behind what's happening in true now. Yeah. I can I can just see the little rat with a paintbrush in his mouth <laughs> climbing up and painting the walls. <laughs> okay, I imagine maybe exaggerating. Yeah, I'm clever of him. Yeah, if he's got opposable thumbs, I think you should be very worried. I've heard the devil used to swear every time the dice caught fire. 
I see what you mean about keeping all these things open at once. Alright. I have to admit, I've, um, playing through Curse, I've started enjoying my, um, Essex Monster Manual SRD on my phone. Cool. I know the Rats Initiative. What did you two get? Uh, 10 for me. Cool. You have Palace Character Sheet. I do indeed. Uh, Although, if it's plus nothing, I can, um, yeah, yeah, no, that's okay. Uh, this is going to be much uglier than the centipede. Ah! Ah, right. Yep. They're coming up the stairs, and you know about that because it's a subtle hint when they begin biting you. Yep, yep. As they gnaw on my succulent dwarven flesh. Yep. I, I get the impression that there are rats gnawing on my succulent dwarven flesh. Cool. So they use their surprise round biting, having a trap. Try it biting you and Pella, so the first one's going to bite you. Uh, ooh. These guys are really determined to defend their fallen comrade. Uh, I presume a 23 hits. Oh, yes. And the rest. Cool. Alrighty. Take a point of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has yeah. to be said, this is not the, um, this thing's teeth are pretty large relative to, you know, other rats. Yeah. But they're not... Um, like, it's a, it's a big rat, isn't it? So it's like the size of a small dog? Yeah, it, it's probably the size of a big dog. Yeah. So it's pretty terrifying, but it doesn't have the most mighty bite. Yeah. Do I feel like I should be making a fortitude save or something? You should just pretend you don't know these bits of the monster manual, but yes, in fact, you should be making a fortitude save of some kind. Well, I actually couldn't tell you what dire rats give you, Kill. other than it's presumably disease. Uh, well, that feels like a 14 to me. Cool, and you feel like you got bit by a rat. Yep. It's not a fun experience, but you don't feel anything else. Yep. Alright. Uh, and this one's going to go for Pallor is looking slightly more delicious than Wolf. Oh, bet. And... Oh, sweet summer child, where I see. And it misses her. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> Alright. And... That was their surprise round. And then both of them have a crack at biting you again. Yep. So... Wow, this one really does not like you. Um, can you give me a... Um, de- uh, sorry, can you give me another fortitude save? Sure. And you take another point of damage. Uh, that's 21 on the fort. So yours, yep. you still notice nothing. Uh, and this one will have a chop on Pella, and yeah, you feel like you've got the superior the superior yeah. rat is eating you. This rat and the centipede had a long ongoing friendship. Yeah, and the other rat is like the the smaller rat, it looks like it doesn't get as much food. Yeah. The, the, the run that's eating Pella is not the apex rat. Alright, and it is Tomar's turn. You've just been bitten twice by a rat. Yep. Um, and this broom's relatively small. There's not a lot of room to manoeuvre around them into flanking positions, that sort of thing. Really not. Cool, mate. Um, then I've actually given you more, a little bit more space there. That it, it's really more two squares rather than three squares. Uh, yeah, I assume that's representative. Oh, and there's the um, scale. There's a lockbox in here, although you can't stand in that square. It's not that ginormous. 
See, I told you, close quarters melee. <laughs> Bring the shield up, kind of push the right back, and then give it, give it a whack in the head with the Dwarven War Axe. Yep. Whack! 21 to hit. My dice are either really bad or really good. Nowhere in between. Yeah, yep, you give the rat a good solid crack in the head. Uh, for a whopping two points of damage. Cool, the rat looks a bit hurt, huh? Team Pella Wolf. Yep. So, um... Pella Wolf Rider. Yes. Well... Uh, they're wolves. Um... Fall back... Fall back on wolf five feet and hit it with her lance. Yep. She can't really get a run up or anything. Of, no. Uh, <laughs> she, she has a wolf that she rides in a lance. Yes. That's pretty awesome. I thought so. However... Um, I fear she is missing said wolf. Yep, close quarters. <laughs> yep, she, she is missing said rat, she whacks it, and um, wolf, before she backs up, wolf bites what frankly to him looks a lot like dinner. Yep. Here's wolf. Bring it down. Alright, he misses too. Yep. I'm changing dice. This is embarrassing for Pella. She needs to kill one of these things. Cool. Team, team rat. Team rat. Uh, I'm no longer flat-footed, ratty. Uh, does a 13 hit you? Not even close. Cool. The rat clangs off your um shield, and feel, you feel like it's it's a little frustrated that you drew that. I, I and Wolf have my armor up. So. Ah, yeah, that that is nice. Um, oh, that's good to know. Um. Power's rat is determined, and this time it is going to get through. What's um what's Power wearing for armor? Uh, with her AC coming from. She has um leather armor and a um heavy wooden shield that she draws when she's yep. um one-handing a weapon, yep. but when she's um her preference is to two-hand the lance and um yep. ride wolf into battle. Possibly my sweet summer child there needs a mage armor as well. <laughs> well, it, she'll only get so much benefit from it because she is wearing armor. Yeah, yeah, but it'll still be two more AC. Yeah. All right. Um, so the point is it bites her uh, much more effectively than um, your rat did. It's um, yep. frustrated it's and hungry because of so many, you know, so many experiences of missing her in a row. However, it has to be said she does not look particularly phased by this. Uh, and um, she will oh, make a fortune save. Excuse me. Oh, and she's... Uh, she feels better than ever. Yeah, she, she does well and notices no negative effects. Cool, that was Team Ratty Ratty. It's Tomar again. Team Rat Bludgeon. Yep. Uh, 15 to hit the rat. Just barely. It nearly dodges, but you can catch it a blow on the side. Throw my D10 away. <laughs> Alright, but you do have to live with the dice. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's another two damage. Yep, okay. Yep, uh, 
So, um, the rat looks quite badly hurt. Yeah, that's better than my red, red D10 or my dwarven war axe of bloodening. Cool, um, and, um, Pella's gonna have another, another shot at the thing with the lance, and then, um, five foot in so Wolf can bite it. Yep. Okay, so. That's more like it. Yep, and she just glances as in to hit it with Lance. And... Kills it. Wolf doesn't even get a turn. Spawn. Yep, so she deals... She um, spears it right in the chest, and it goes down. Nice. And she smiles slightly. Yep. Uh, and it is surviving dire rat. Yep. Um, this thing looks quite badly hurt. If it was a normal animal, it would probably retreat at this yeah, point. But it is a feral dire animal, and it 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 it, it knows no yeah, um, it, it knows no pain in its quest for dinner. Centipede to an edge. Yep, and it hits you again. Uh, two points of damage and one more fortitude save. Nineteen. Cool. And, um, it's you. Uh, rat face it. Yep. That's my war axe. Uh, no. And the rat dodges, it's getting your, the feel for your rage. Pella rides Wolf over. Um, so 5, 10, 15. And, um, whacks at it. So she hits it on the way in, and then if she, um, Fails, Wolf will bite it. Yep. Uh, however, she, again, she's just hitting these things, but it doesn't enough. It. And, um, yes, it, it didn't have a lot left. She deals it a glancing blow and it dies. Wolf looks slightly sad he didn't get to eat it alive and has a bit of a thoughtful sniff. No, boy, no, Wolf, they're gross. They've been down here eating who knows what. I'll get you some real meat at home. Wolf sighs and, leave it and um, leaves the carcass. Now, on the other hand, if you want some, not on your life. Hmm? Gail is a sensibly choosy raven, not your um, not your common raven. She's a rope crow. She's a sensibly choosy crow, not your common crow. That's quite right. All right. Oh, yep. Yeah. Kick the rats idly into a mm. corner away from the lockbox. Do you need any healing? You don't look too bad. Uh, it's nothing serious. I think I'll keep going for the moment. Alright. So you take a look at the lockbox? Yeah. Cool. And uh, the room in general, more broadly. And nothing else yeah, in here. You're, sta- you're standing on a landing. There are stairs going down. You can't investigate those further than going down them. Uh. Alright, uh. Okay, um, how are you investigating said lockbox? Uh. Like, it's, it appears to be locked. Are you, um, making a, are you making a search check on it? To, um, oh sorry, no, that's not, um, okay, so, you, you have a pull, you have a pull of it. Yep. It is very definitely locked. Yep. But you can't see a padlock or an, or um, any no, any um, lock mechanism. It just appears to be shut. 
but when you try and pull it, yep. it becomes clear that pulling it is not going to avail you here. Is it attached to the floor? No, it's a um, freestanding. It's freestanding. Yeah, so tomorrow will sort of pick it up and gently tilt it and look under it and blah, blah, blah. It's presumably not covered in exciting arcane runes or anything in that neighbourhood. Mm. How would you assess whether... Literally, is there a glow? Are there glowing arcane runes? There are no glowing. If not, I see nothing. No, there's no, no, there's no glowing runes on it. I have no rogue trap finding, so I can't see anything. Yeah. Um, about it. Um, the thing I want to know, uh, metal lock box, you said? Yes. Which is possibly smithing and possibly engineering. Is, does this look like it's new or old? Or whether that's just a gimme. Uh, like, has this been sitting around here for a while? Is it something that was put down here give, by the give, Harvey conspiracy? Give, give, give me a basic perception check for that. And you can add a plus two because of your experience with metal. Yep. Uh, ridiculous amounts. 29. Cool. Um, so, with that, you would say it has been here for a long, long time. Yeah. However, it has been disturbed recently by people who were unable to open it based on the fact that it's still shut. Yeah. Like, because literally it's coated in dust, but there are marks where the dust has been disturbed. Interesting. Uh, Tamar's going to, uh, when I say rattle it, like, very gently. Yeah, yeah. From side to side, as opposed to ding, ding, ding. Definitely sounds like there's something in there. It doesn't sound like you've broken it. Well, I've no method of opening it. In fact, I, I can't even see how it could be done. I mean, we could force it using the axe as a lever, but... I don't like to. Whatever's whatever's in it has nothing to do with our Harfi conspiracy anyway. If I had to guess, I'd say they've come to break in and take whatever I immediately left for our defenders here. Somebody's had a go at th- somebody's had a go at this, not a very successful one. I wonder if old Curse can do anything about locks. I have no idea one way or the other, presumably. Uh no, he hasn't confided in you if he has that capacity. Yeah. Uh, so, at this point, Tamara looks at it and says, well, I could open it for a great deal of money, but I don't think we're that desperate yet. Is this a thing I can take with me? Uh, yes, um, you're already carrying a medium load? Yes. It's not light, but if you weren't medium encumbered, this would probably mediumly encumber you, as you are. Yeah, you can just stuff it in your... It, it fills your bag pretty... It, it, it's relatively big. Yeah. So, um... But right. you can sort of jam... You can sort of jam it in or tie it crudely to your back. What I will probably do then for the moment is I will just take it out of here, um, walk out of the plague house and go sort of jam it around the corner where the boulder is so it's somewhere just slightly out of sight. I'm not exactly you, you going to trivi- deep effort to conceal it. You can trivially do so. As far as you know, you haven't alerted anything in here yeah. apart from the things that you've already killed. And you, you can literally just walk... Or through the various yeah. rooms, back out the hole, up the because it's in kind of a valley, up the hills away, and conceal it behind a sort of um, some rocks and scrub and things. Yeah. Pe- people who um, are searching the um, the dark ground in a random piece, yeah. piece of wilderness um, with uh, uh, probably deserve to have a lockbox. So pre- presume that we will pick it up and get on the way out and cool. leave under our own power normally. Sweet. Um, if not. Uh, then yeah. it's very likely it will still be there when you get back, yes. particularly as the evidence would suggest if anyone uh, has been poking around down here, 
they couldn't open it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just, and they it's didn't only take if someone it. walks off with it, but I don't. It, you know, somebody's going to notice that we've left a bunch of blood and corpses around the place anyway. So. Yeah. Although, you know, you have just killed creatures. I mean, people will presumably know someone was here. Yeah. But you haven't left anything particularly incriminating as no, yet. No, I, I have a scroll of knock, but I don't think whatever's in here is desperately, rela- desperately related to what the half walks are doing. Yeah. Well, I'm sticking with the half walk conspiracy because I like yeah. the idea. Well, there's, um, uh, you have no evidence one way or the other, so you're welcome to call them that until you have proof. It's, it, it's as good a name as any. Yeah, and, and um, certainly if there is a secret group, you need some name for them. Well, I know there's a group of um, suspicious half-orcs. Yeah. So thus they have been dubbed the half-orc conspiracy of true now. Are you, what, what are you guys doing at this point? Are you going downstairs? Uh, I presume you yeah, were finished in this lockbox room. Yeah, sorry, uh, lock sorry, sorry. So, so you've you've hidden the lockbox. Yep. You've come back into the. Pl- and I assume at this point you want to go down the stairs. At which point you're coming back yeah, into very, the very much because that's what we've got left to go, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm just. I'm asking because you don't necessarily at this stage you haven't. As far as you know, alerted anyone to your uh, presence. I see what you're saying. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Um, I'll look at how we're going then. Because um, you were initially kind of coming in here to find out if there was anything here. Yeah. You've certainly found out there's something here, and you can absolutely keep going. Um, Pella's not that not that phased. I'm just giving you the choice because, um, you know, as you, you can press ever onwards. How long have we been fuck-assing around here? A moderate while at this point, I would say. Several battles, a bunch of investigation, traipsing back and forward. Um, it was about, it was probably about midnight by the time you actually came inside. Yeah. It's probably heading for, heading for 2am at this point. Okay. It'll be heading, for, by the time you actually hike back to town mm-hmm. and, um, go inside town and get back to bed, you're looking at about three. It's, it's the Majamas I'm thinking of. Uh, right, yeah. Um, because if we've been here two hours, they're about to run out. Right, that um, is a that yeah. is definitely a point of concern. At which point, I need to burn the entire rest of my spell loadout to put them back up. Yeah, yeah, I can see why that would be a um, something that you'd be concerned with. Um, okay, so we'll take the lockbox outside at that point. Tamar takes it outside, puts it behind the boulder. Now, then looks up at the moon. Uh it's getting on late at this point. Well, yeah, you're not wrong. I don't like to pack this in halfway through, but we haven't left much sign of disturbance thus far. All we did was kill those rats in that centipede, and, you know, I don't think that's very suspicious. I mean, I'm pretty sure that I saw a spider corpse in the um, in the main hall area. You know, monsters move into abandoned... Well, Possibly not abandoned, but monsters move into places like this and people people take them out. I'm sure those weren't the first things that have been down in here. The wind I can keep up protecting me and Wolf is going to fall any minute now. When it does, I can cast, I can produce more of it, but that'll be me about all tapped out for the day. I've still got what I've got, but I mean, you came down. You said we should come down here and find out if there was anything down here. We certainly have found out that we've certainly found out that there is something down here. I'm not necessarily opposed to getting some rest. And like you were talking about maybe coming back during the day. Uh, or we could come back tomorrow night when we're a bit um 
when we're a bit better rested, maybe a little bit earlier in the evening, so we've got a bit more evening to investigate. Whoever's doing whatever is here at night, so that's where we want to be as well. Yeah, that makes sense. So maybe tomorrow night? I think it's a plan. Let's get this, let's get this crate back to Kirst and see if he can do anything with it. Maybe uh, just take after it, a few hours sleep. Let's just take it back to the house for now. We can show it to Kirsten in the morning. And we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. I certainly wasn't planning on disturbing him until the morning. Yeah. I found a box. Unlock it, Rogue. Yeah. So, um, Pella's happy to balance it slightly awkwardly on Wolf. Yep. Wolf sighs deeply, but makes no other comment. Uh, everyone on the party is stronger than me, aren't they? Uh, think so. Yeah. It's One, not, what, <laughs> I'm not actually weak. I've got 12 strength, but it's um, yeah, it's not a challenge to beat me. Yeah, the, um, Pella is a Pella is um, not graceful, but she is strong and tough. Yeah. So Tamar cares enough that what I am going to do is um, go and take the centipede corpse and the two rats and physically take them out of here. Cool. He's quite prepared to get mucky doing this. Pella's happy to help. This doesn't take... These, none of these beasties are that big. It's not... Um, and you don't really get any dirtier than you did getting yeah, bitten yeah. by the rats and killing the centipede. I'm not exactly planning on doing anything complicated with them. I walk five minutes that way and chuck them off a hill. So yeah, they're just yeah. out off the beaten path. Yeah, you... Um, it, it's kind of a downhill sort of area. Yeah. You tuck them into... You tuck them into some different bits of scrub. Nature will roll, take its course. Roll the rat corpse down the hill. Uh, yeah, and at this point, except for the lockbox being gone and various things... There's a couple of objects that are missing. Yeah. But that is, um, it's but not zero. Less, I'm not going to go and put them back. No, no. I think I think that's probably a reasonable trade for the um, for what you've um, managed to accomplish by taking them. Yeah. And certainly, no one will notice the gold coffer. It's the, the people might notice the other two things, assuming there are people here. I mean, you don't yet know that. Yeah. Although the fire pit is interesting, and indeed, there's the um, giant. A giant rune screen on the wall, although you don't know what it signifies. And at that point, um, going for sleep. Yep, you you um, head back to the vicinity of True Now. Slip inside. Um, so th- there are no gates to True Now that are not guarded, no matter no matter what time of night you're going in and out. But as citizens of True Now, you pretty much can just leave if you want to. And uh, the guards don't really deeply care, yeah. as long as they know who you are, which they do. No, I'm quite happy to comply with the procedures, no problem. You, you guys go back in via the north gate, which leads you not very far from your house. You wend your way back to your house. Um, and um, given that you snuck out, yeah. I'm going to assume that you climb back up to the window and then go let Pella in through the front door, because she definitely wants to crash here at this point. Um I would assume I probably have a key to the front door. Oh, yeah. So we just unlock yeah, the front, front door. door and, you know, sneak, if Mars not asleep by, t- by 2.30 in the morning, then I'm fucked anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right, you go to your respective bedrooms, crash out, sleep like the dead. Yep. Now, uh, and I'm going to assume sleep like the dead till relatively late in the morning because... Yeah, um, pretty much so. We don't know whether to be in any great hurry. And um, spell levels need to recharge. Ah, that's right. I looked this up as we were getting in. If I cast them post-midnight, they don't come back. Ah, uh, yeah. But you cast them pre-midnight. If I cast them pre-midnight, yeah, they do. you did indeed. As you sleep, it's been a few nights since the last one. You have one of those dreams again. 
and it contains some of the familiar images from the last one. You dream of destruction, war. You dream of orcs, orcs charging the city. Uh, and you dream of a half-orc with a scarred face, ace and wild eyes. He grabs you by the shoulders and stares deeply into the, your eyes. This time he doesn't say, it's you. He stares at you and he says, do I, do I know you? And the dream becomes less... Sometimes they startle you into wakefulness, yeah. sometimes they blend more into other dreams... You continue to sleep and you wake up in the morning. Uh, Late. It's uh, like um, nine or ten in the morning and the sun is shining bright into your eyes. Pull the pillow, won't I? Yeah, you, 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 you sort of, at about um, nine, you wake up and hide under the blankets. About 9.30, you acknowledge that the sun is not, in fact, going to go away. Uh. Morning, girl. Huh? Dreaming again? I... Uh, the orcs. The orcs are coming, I, I think. I mean, it could just as easily be the past or the far future. And in any case, what am I going to go tell Jagran Graf that Crazy old Stormcrows had a bad dream, and that he should put some guards out on patrol for it. Um, is the half orc Katrizza, or do I not know him well enough to? You you haven't se- you haven't seen him before. Yeah, tangentially where he exists. Um, but um, it would certainly be a logical inference <laughs> at this point. I think I keep seeing bloody Katrizza. Mm. However, not to be done, but keep the course we're keeping. Alright. Destruction? Always destruction. Always the end. But, looks like it's a bright day out there. Storm hasn't hit yet. There's still work we can do, girl. Alright. A hope knife. A hope knife. Take it back to Rinia? Uh, maybe. Once we can prove she's not a part of this conspiracy, maybe. Hmm? It best go catch up with Cursed. <clears throat> uh, and I assume that, um... So your rat bites have healed overnight. Yep. You get natural, I would imagine you have natural healing. Yes. Yep. Which will eat that. Cool. Um, yeah. When you come downstairs, Elena has fixed your breakfast and is um, looking at you slightly worried. Idly. That was a late night. Dreaming again? Oh, Emma. Just, just the same again. He looks awkward and then shrugs. Orcs attacking. Uh... Nothing useful. Nothing I can do anything with. It's okay. We all worry about orcs attacking the city here, yeah, and she's giving you, she's made you some yep. bread with honey. Yep, and I will eat it and start to feel a great deal better. I, you're right, it's probably just the stress of what's happening with Roderick adding up. 
probably. It's a good thing you're doing. Now, does she know that you're looking into this? I certainly haven't made any secret of it. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I, I don't you know if you kind of explicitly come in and filter in on we found the explanation. Yeah, yeah, but I think she knows, she, yeah, she knows you're looking. It's a good thing you're um, doing looking into this. Curse uh, came by. Um, he said he'd be in the, nearby if you wanted him, and he's giving you a spot to meet yeah, him at. Yeah, I'll track him. I'll track him down. Thank you. Pal has already gone off, but um, she left you a note. Um, says Big Brother, yeah. she's left you. I, I, I'm, I'm out, out, out. Come find me if you want me. What did she do? Get up with the door. Uh, yeah, a little after. Gnomes. What possessed? What possessed you to adopt it? Well, I can hardly, fa- I can hardly fault you for taking in weird strays. <laughs> Now, you know that Earth Pella needed someone to watch out for her and feed her proper meals. Uh, Silvermane's a wonderful protector of the town and a very good person, but his... He... A girl needs a mother's love. No, no, you're, <laughs> you, you're right. I mean, you've probably put 30 pounds on her. <laughs> Um, Elaine is almost constitutionally incapable of saying bad things about yep. most people. Yep, for his love. <laughs> but um, you know, she, she she's a li- she's a tiny bit like Kitty. She she wants she needs she wants to love her and feed her and take care of her. So she's a glass blower by trade, is she? Uh, that's what I was tossing around. But I don't know if we agreed if we'd agreed on that or no. Uh, I think I said she was a laundress, but let's wreck on that and say she's a glass blower. I'm happy with either or. Because um, it's a good fit with the dwarven thing. And for the shaman thing, she yeah, makes she pretty makes, things. Yeah, she, she makes pretty things, yeah. So, um, yeah, she's... Um, also, I like the idea that that leaves stuff around that Tamara inadvertently smashes. Yeah, but... I mean, this beautiful thing, yeah, there was a small quake and it fell down. And yeah. Yeah, so she's got a room where she does it. Um... She's um she ma- she does her very best to make beautiful things. She's not particularly talented. Yep. She occasionally she'll make a, a pretty nice piece, but she work but she basically she makes a good living at it, but it's not not enough to make you guys staggeringly prosperous. A- absolutely. Um no, I was thinking in terms of the alchemical aspects of it. I imagine she must have some alchemical things, but being a glass blower doesn't in itself make her an alchemist. No, although you could certainly uh, you could certainly ask her to take a look at things for you. Yeah, because you're basically looking at asking someone to make a um, fairly a, a moderately untrained craft alchemy check. So it's her or asking Ag- Agrit to take a look at it for you. But I think I will take um, Agrit. But um, what I will actually do is go and. Um, because if we've got a glass blowers, then we've got an, uh, a hot oven, a fire, a forge. Yeah, absolutely. Thing going in there. So um, I will. I don't know how much we're seeming to make out of this, but I'll tell you enough. I found something. I found something odd the other day. Part of what I stumbled across with Roderick. Weird, Cole. You know, uh, yes, that's that is a little unusual. Any objections to me throwing a bit of it in the glass forge and seeing what happens? Let's go in together, and she will actually take it off you. She's curious now, so she takes it in, um, sort of kindles a small fire, and um, tosses one of the coals in experimentally. Yep. 
Um, it glows up in a glowy and lights up with a glowy blue fire. Ah, very dramatic. Should show up from quite a long way if you had a good few of them. I for perhaps for celebrations and the like, they'd be nice down at the commons. Aye, Mark, you've you've probably got the right of that for celebrations and the like. I don't like to shatter her illusions. Yeah. Tamar's face is going sort of... Yeah. Uh, glowy alchemical signals. Signal fires. And um, you think, like, only so many of them left after some fire all left for the next one. Pretty moderately impressive signal fires or relatively small, subtle signal fires, depending on how many you put in and how far away. Spooky, ghostly blue lights to chase people off your playhouse. Well, the advantage, it is a a moderate height from the walls. It's not right next door. Not necessarily such that people looking on watch would notice because the... It's also not adjacent to one of the watchtowers, yeah, yeah. it's off to the side. No, no, that that um, it makes perfect sense. But yeah, you're, 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 you're now pretty... Depending on how much coal you have. You're now pretty confident you've accounted for both why people say the place is haunted and why people have yep. been seeing weird lights down yep. here of recent. Well, um, at that point, uh, Tamar will sort of meticulously like write this down, you know, blue light... Blah blah blah. Yay, yay. He's then put the things in a bag. Yeah. Wrap them up. Put his notes with them. Yeah. So you've still got two blue alchemical coals for what good it does you. Uh, he's loosely thinking like if I need to go and show Dragon Wrath, look. That yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You have evidence. It's it's evidence, right? Yeah. Than you don't think he's going to be happy about it, but you have. You have you know about the three hog knives. You can provide him with the one Roderick lost as evidence as well. So your party select screen comes up. Are you tracking down Cursed or Pella before you start running errands? Cursed, I think. Cool. So um, he's not diff- he's not far. Yeah. Uh, he's taken a few days leave, which no one has yeah. blinked at, and is now working with you. Yep. Yeah. So I thank Elena for the bread. Tell her I'll be back at yeah, some she- point in the evening, arbitrarily. Yep. Yeah, and so. she gives you a hug and tells you to take care, and it's a good thing that you're doing, looking into this for that nice cursed. Head off, meet cursed, and say, well. I had a brainwave last night about the plague house. If I was thinking, if I was looking to hide two dozen half orcs, that might be where I'd head. It's out of the way enough that it's not going to be trampling or anyone. It's well known for being haunted. Although that one, as it turns out, is probably true as well. Uh, anyway, we found a thing or two. Blah 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 blah. blah. Screed. Interesting to me. Yes, it's not an orc. It's not an orc word, although it could be an orc name. Right, that's what I'm thinking. And you found, you found the hope knife that he gave Brynja. Chink. We should give that back to her. I, we certainly should, but I'd like to finish up in the plague house first to be sure that we don't find any sign that she's in on this. If they were up there together. And it looks like, and it's looking like they were. It's possible they just wanted, uh, excuse me, something of a love nest that was out of the way. But it's also possible she was luring him up there for a reason. She seemed genuinely distressed, but you're right. We shouldn't rule out any possibilities at this stage. We're not telling people very much of anything at this point. Although I will, um, 
it, tonight I'll extend my journal to include what you've found in, in case both of us are, both of us are slain by our mysterious adversaries. Alright, uh, thank you. Thanks again. Um, what do you want to tackle this morning? Uh, I was wondering if you've any way, uh, if you've any way about locks with you. We found this up there. I doubt it's anything to do with the Harfi conspiracy, but cook. Have this box. Do you perchance possess disabled device? Alright. Cursed looks at it thoughtfully and, um, so. Uh, last knee, sorry, it is in this one. Yeah, so Cursed is going to have a look at it and, um, looks thoughtful if not particularly illuminated. Yeah. And makes a search check. I can't find any traps on it, and it doesn't seem to have a normal locking mechanism. I believe it may be sealed by some kind of other method, possibly magic, but I couldn't find any arcane runes. There may not be any, or they may just be well concealed. Uh, I'm afraid I can't get into it. The, I, I know a little about uh, opening things, but it's not something that's precisely come up a lot for me. He has very low ranks in larceny. Yep. He can make very basic checks. Yep. I, well, it was but a thought. I have another method of getting into it if we need to. Yeah, think of me choices. That's the one we have left. Um, so, uh, tomorrow we'll um, take it somewhere. Yeah, you guys are already somewhere. The, the, like, Trunau is a big town. Yeah, yeah. There are quiet areas. We're, we're effectively, I'm effectively looking for arbitrary yeah. empty field. Here. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he will stand well away from it. Um, and reach around in his bag, pull out a scroll, read through it. I... Principle simple enough. Tamar, sh- should I be standing further back? Well, it couldn't hurt. Curse looks at you thoughtfully and then backs up another couple of steps. There's a very little chance of this exploding. That's reassuring, Curse says, and takes another step back. I wouldn't even rate it higher than 5% myself. Smaller step back. I command you to reveal that which is unseen. I command you to stand aside for me. I command you to open. And then there is a noise on the box. As you cast knock. Attempt, well, attempt to cast knock. As you attempt Uh, to cast knock. Actually, no. I do cast knock on it as long as I make a basic cast level check, which I achieve with ease, because this is an arcane sorcerer spell that I am smart enough to cast. Cool. Or charismatic enough to cast, excuse me. Alright, and... And 150 gold goes up in smoke. The box simply opens and reveals its contents. And said contents are... Alright. There is a bunch of stuff in here. Uh... 
at this point, I'm going to make a heap with the other stuff I've found and run a detect magic over it. Another vi- another vial of um, or flask of liquid. Uh, two scrolls. A um, hand crossbow that um, looks to be with your smithing. You can effortlessly identify as yep. masterwork. Um, and a case containing ten crossbow bolts. Ten cold iron crossbow bolts and ten silver crossbow bolts. Cool. Uh, as you cast detect magic, you discover that all these liquids are magical, and so are all the scrolls. Uh, yeah, the scrolls. I, I pretty much took it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the um, you are looking at a bunch of potions or oil, oils. Now, is that including? I have the um, the stuff that I took. Um, from the plague house, from the half orc conspiracy supplies, uh, an iron flask with a wheel, an iron flask with some other liquid, and two vials. Uh, yeah. Are they all magic as well? Um, except the two vials. Right. Cool. And I have no earthly idea what these vials are. They're nothing obvious. Uh, what do you? What would you normally? Um, like it's it's liquid in a tube, basically, yeah. isn't it? And yeah. Alchemy would definitely be the skill for what it is. Yeah. Um. Paula could have last night made you a base alchemy check. She's got she's got no mish capacities. Yep. She's she's not very good at it, but she could certainly have a go. All right. Um. She's pretty sure that's holy water. The the stuff that doesn't glow with. I don't believe holy water actually detects as magic. Uh, probably not. Yeah. So, um, the, the, the vials are holy water, and, um, no idea about the, um, she thinks that the, she, she agrees with your assist, your, what you detect magic, that there's some kind of magical liquid, but yep. that's a, that's a bit harder. Yep. So you've got a bunch of, combined with these, you've got a bunch of potions, a bunch of scrolls. Cool beans. You're gonna need someone with read magic and um, someone with um, fairly basic craft alchemy. As the owner yep. of a magic shop, you think Agri could probably yeah, yeah, sure. ad these through? Whether she'll do it for free is an interesting question. She's um, more or less headed to be my next stop at this point. Cool. So um, basically, at this point, you've got an empty iron lockbox. Yep. Um, which you can... Which we take home and stuff. And yeah, which you can just stash. It's, it's not exactly it's not, highly it, valuable. No, it doesn't, it doesn't have a lot of value, and you have a bunch of stuff which really kind of just fits in with your existing collection of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tamar's very happy with all this sort of random... Product. Yeah, yeah, so yes, you Holy know. water. Oh, been looking for some of this for a while. Mm-hmm. All right, and um, the two of you begin heading towards... Uh, what's Agrit's shop called? House of Wonders? The House of Wonders. Yes. Agrid Staggins... Staggins... Staggins-der. Staggins-der, yes. So, on the way there, uh, you're just kind of walking... Ooh. You're just kind of walking along the street here. Yep. Um, and um, you see Sarah Morningwalk, yep. who glances over at you, um, uh, looks, and then promptly makes a beeline for you. Morning, Sarah. Tamar, curse. Good. I, uh, I would like to talk to you, uh, someplace quiet, if that's alright. Aye, certainly. Uh, and she sort of leads you yeah. off to, again, a, a quiet field, not yep. the same one, because yep. you've moved a bit over. Uh, so, our quiet field. 
Tamar, uh, when you came to see me at my shop the other day, uh, you said you were looking into the Hope Knife for the family, but do you think there might be something wrong about Roderick's death? Is that why why you came to see me? Sorry, Kirst, but I do, I do need to know. No, it's it's all right. Kirst and I are looking into any uh, irregularities around it. He was a he was a patrol leader, after all, patrol captain leader. I always get this too confused. Patrol captain. He was a, he was a patrol leader. He was a patrol leader, after all, and there's those who mean true now harm and might benefit from his death. Um, her eyes go up a bit at that, but, um, and then she nods slightly. Uh, Tama, I, huh, this is going to sound very strange, but, did you have a bad dream last night? At that, he will definitely arc his eyebrows up and give her a sideways look. I, I must say that I did. Uh, and Kirst looks both blank and baffled simultaneously. I wasn't aware it was exactly common knowledge. Why do you ask? Uh, alright, that pretty much settles that. Uh, could you please, and she glances around to check no one's listening to this conversation. She's in her voice, I'm doing her voice boomy because that's kind of her, but she's actually endeavouring to moderate it. Um, could the two of you come back to Clamour with me? There's um, something that I need to show you. I so uh, you yeah, know, I'll give Kirst a glance to see if he's yeah, going to object to this. No, if he he's still he's still back at the bad dream thing. I certainly. All right, she leads you back to Clamour. Uh, and there's the the aside to Gale of. Uh, I I I re- I'm really going to want to kick from if it turns out he's right about this. And um. Inside Clamour, she shuts the doors, then she bars the windows, then she opens the little back room area. And yeah. she's not she's not locking the room, she's no, making no. it sure that no one can see what but, happens but, inside. But Tamara is definitely suspicious enough about this that he's gonna sort of like check the axis free in the sheet yeah. and that sort of thing. I'm not going to uh threaten her or draw on her or anything remotely that offensive, but it's definitely the mm, this behaviour is setting off my alarms. And then um, she goes to the back room area and opens the, the door where... Because um, she doesn't sleep in here. Yeah. But she's got sort of... Back room stuff. For, for, you know, um, resting and eating food and non-Smithy-related activities. Absolutely. Um, storing things. And she opens the door, door and then she sticks her head in and says, It's all right. It's them. It, it, I just still don't understand what you told me, but it, it does seem to be the, the right... The right thing? I don't... Anyway, they're here. Could you come out? And um, an elderly half-orc with a scarred face walks into the room slowly. He's he's clearly not someone that moves with incredible speed or grace. He looks at Kirst, no cells have moved past Kirst, focuses on Tumar, and then he runs up to you, grabs you by the shoulders. It's you! You've been having the dreams, haven't you? Aye, that I have. Catriza, I presume. Of course. Uh, uh, uh. It's okay. Take a breath. Take a seat. We're here. 
We're here to help you. We're here to listen. And we're most delighted to see that you're safe and that you've been here the whole time. <laughs> he says, slight sideways glance at Sarah. Uh, no, Sarah folds her arms and um, looks simultaneously slightly sheepish, slightly defiant. He told me he was in danger and that people might be trying to hurt him and he wanted someplace safe. If you'd told me that you were looking into Roderick's death... I, you know, <laughs> to ask, like, giving him the side of, you're completely right, but still... And, um, it's the downside Catreza, of being suspicious. Catreza slips slowly onto a chair. Uh, I'm glad to meet someone who can understand a little. Most people think I'm a little bit odd. I I have some, some, some familiarity with that experience. People don't believe me when I tell them about the dreams. Roderick didn't, didn't believe me, or at least only a little. I told him not to keep going back to the plague house. I told him that there's something bad there. It, it, my, it, my dreams have been getting worse and worse about it. There's something terrible there. I told him not to go. <sighs> he left his journal with me on the last day. The last day I saw, the last day I saw him alive. In case there was trouble, but he didn't really believe. If he had believed me, he wouldn't have gone. He might still be alive. You shouldn't go, you shouldn't go there, or you shouldn't go back there, I'm not sure. There's something bad down there. What's your name? Tomar. Tomar Storm. Stormcrow. There's something bad down there, Tomar. You shouldn't go down there. The evils of the past reach out to grab the present. Trunal will fall. The fire. The fire is coming for Trunal. Bodies burning in their beds. Uh, uh, Easy. Uh, I'm sorry. Easy. It's okay. It, it's difficult sometimes. We're in the smithy. Yes, we're in the smithy. I'm sitting in a chair. We're in the smithy. You're in the clamor. It's wheel. It's wheel day. You're here with friends. Yes, I'm sorry. It's okay. I believe you. I saw you last night in my dream. I saw you. That was when I asked Sarah if there was anyone, and she said that you, she knew someone who looked a bit like that, and I said that I thought you were looking into this, that you, you knew that, that Roderick would never have killed himself, that he was murdered. I says to Mar and gives Kirst a, a slight sideways look with a sort of little shrug of, you know, maybe we talk about this later. He says, I dreamed about you too. It's so good to meet someone else. It's been 30 years since I was exposed and he touches his face with his, to, the, to the mists. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm rattling on. Uh, That's all right. Uh, what, uh, do you, what do you, what do you want? What do you, what can I tell you? What do you want to know about Paul Roderick? I assure you, Catreza, we're fascinated by everything you have to say. You may have some of the answers we've been looking for. Well, you said Roderick left you a journal. Do you still have it with you, or was it left behind at the sanctuary? No, I took it with me, of course, of course. Uh, would you, would you like it? May I? Alright, and he gives you a book. Let me check 
this to actually be holding on to this one for a while. Yes. Ah, here we go. Alright, uh, short pause. Turn the bottom off, yeah. yeah. Alright, so, um, there is quite a lot of writing oh, of in course. here. But um, fortunately, the pertinent books could be summed up in a single handout. And this is the last page. This is yep. the last page of the journal, which is the most pertinent entry. I, either by talking to Katrezra, you can, or by, um, just reading, sk- skimming the rest, you can get a better understanding okay. of what Rorik was up to. Tamar is literally going to sit there and skim it. He'll, he'll say, he'll say to Katrezra, this, this is fantastic, thank you. I'm sure this will be very helpful. Just sit down, breathe. You're with us. You're safe here. Nobody's going to come through the walls of the clamor to get you. Sarah, maybe you'd be kind enough to make our make make our friend here a cup of tea. Right. Yes. All right. And Katriza, sorry, um, Tamar flips through the book, looks at the start of the journal, and goes right. It's sort of Roderick's life, and that's like, okay, I actually. It's it's it, it actually. St- I can tell you this much. It starts out my latest case, yep. and then underneath it says, "Could this be the greatest one yet?" Um, um, it appears to be notes on what Roderick's been investigating. Yeah, um, and then that's and that's the last entry. Yeah. <clears throat> Kirst, have a look at this. How I wish I could divulge my fears and hopes to my beloved Brynja. The risk is too great, of course. I would hate to implicate her in the dire scheme I've only just started to unravel. Not to mention how much I fear her ire over the loss of the hope life she gifted me. What a fool I've been these past few weeks. I still haven't found the hope knife, and whoever's making the replacement at the clamour is certainly taking her time. Catrezzo was oddly quiet when I met with him today. When I asked him for his thoughts, he told me to leave him be, and to give up my foolish investigation altogether. He was so supportive of my mission until now. What could have changed his heart so? Catrezza's vision of the plague house, visions of the plague house have been getting more frequent as the days go on. He claims something wicked lurks beneath the ashes of the past. I'm fearful of what his strange dreams portend, but I must investigate the plague house ruins once again. Tonight is Ruby's hope knife ceremony. Tomorrow I'll search the ashes once more. Catrezza has recommended he hold on to my journal for self-keeping. Safekeeping, and while I'm hesitant to part with my writings for even a moment, I know his logic is sound. Uh, damn it, Roderick. And, um, when you look around the room, yeah. um, Sarah is busy making tea. Yeah. Um, Sarah cannot cook. This is not going to be quality tea. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, um, Katrezra looks pretty devastated and cursed, has his, um, face buried in his hands. And is just sitting there. Um, he looks up. He looks pretty dreadful. He looks at Katrestra. And he says, it, it wasn't your fault. Nothing could stop Roderick when he wanted something. No one's ever been able to do that. Nay, you couldn't have known. And what you could have known, you couldn't have changed his mind about. He'd obviously been up to the plague house before, a few times, I would say, from reading this. He could have, he must have stumbled across something up there, but he could have just as easily gotten away with it and gotten back another night. I can tell you for sure he wasn't killed up there. They followed him to his rooms. I know. When he died, I was afraid. 
I left the sanctuary. I dreamed his death. I left, I knew it had happened, that it wasn't just a dream. I left the sanctuary in the night, took my things and came seeking Sarah Sanctuary. (laughs) Sarah has always been kind to me. I knew she would take me in and so it proved. I thought, I fear, that whoever had struck down Roderick might seek me out and I wanted to preserve his journal until I could determine who to trust. Why? But I don't think it's an accident that I've dreamed of you. I believe that you were the person I was meant to entrust this to, this secret, this knowledge. But I wish you wouldn't go up there because because I'm afraid that you will die too. That's... I can tell you what Roderick found that started him on this. Please. He was attacked by a flood troll when he was looking into the plague house. I believe he was originally... I'm I'm not sure why he first went to the plague house, but he was attacked while he was up there. He said that it was something sinister, very much, he went on very much like he uh, does in the journal, only at much greater length, and he said that he wanted to investigate, you know, he was a writer, he used such things in his investigation, he used what he found in his investigations. He wanted to find something, he thought that there was something suspicious. I think that he was right, but I don't know what it is that lurks there. Aye, if if there's a troll parked somewhere in those old ruins, that's certainly something to be worried about. I don't know what he found. I know he lost the hope knife. He was devastated. He suspected he had lost it there. I think he returned partly to find to see if he could find it. But as the weeks went on, it became clear that it was not going to turn up. He was quite right. Shick. And Katrina looks at it, nods, yep. and hands it back. Well, that's very interesting. He, what did he tell you about this flood troll? Little more than that, I fear. The usual entries in the journal also make reference yeah. that Roderick was attacked by a flood troll. Yeah, which he presumably fought and then got away from without, yeah, he, without he, presumably helpfully killing it. He, he escaped from the flood troll and he went, you know, that's a weird thing to find in the basement of the playhouse. Yeah, um, it certainly is. They're not, um, you know, it's not, it's not like a, it's not like a rat or a, um, centipede. It won't just have wandered in to see. Yeah. It. It's not very like it could have seen, sought the place's base, but that's it, certainly it not could what have, But I can't see it writing names and orchish on the walls, and well, maybe. But it, it's another. It's certainly another. It's another weird piece. It's another weird piece. Well, that's a puzzle and no mistake. I appreciate what you're trying to tell us, Katrissa, but I'm afraid we can't let this lie. You've seen in your dreams, from what you say, some of what I have, some of what's coming, the fire and the storm. Orcs, so many orcs. I don't want to go back. The tribes were not kind, were not kind to me. I've been very happy here. I don't want to go back. I don't want them to come. No, it's all right. It's all right. I, I know that evil must be fought, but... I don't want... I know that he... I know that you must do what you must do, of course. People will do what they will do. There's no... You can't fight fate. No one's going to take you back to the Orc tribes. 
You're safe enough here in the, cl- in the climber for the moment. Keep your hope knife close. And if worst comes to it, you won't be taken back alive. But we can't, we can't just let this lie. If the orcs come, then we have to keep the vow. If they come, they come over our dead bodies, or not at all. Um, Israel looks conflicted. He, you don't think he's much of a fighter? Yeah. Um, but, um, Kirst and, um, Sarah both look approvingly at you at this. But he has a hope knife, presumably. Possibly yeah. he doesn't, because he's no. actually a mental patient. No, he doesn't have a hope knife. In that case, um, I will get, um, my hope knife out, show it to him, and say, you know, if worst comes to worst, Trunau keeps the vow. They won't take you alive. He not. Thank you. And, um, Sarah will clap you on the back. That's the way, that's the way, Tomar. Or can always count on you to see the sensible thing to do. Whatever, whatever, I don't, I can't quite follow what you lot have got yourselves messed up in, but if there are orcs making trouble, and to be honest, I can't follow most of what Katrice was on about, but if there are orcs making trouble around here, we want fighting. We want to be fighting them. Anyway, thanks for, for coming by. Uh, you're welcome to stay as long as you want, but that's, that's what I wanted to, to let you know. Katrizra told me that um, he had had a dream of you and he thought you had had a dream of him and that he thought you were investigating Roderick's murder. I can't say that's the sort of thing I usually ask people, but... I I, I think you've got the right of this, Sarah. Keep him here, keep an eye on him. No, Katre- one's, found it, no one's found him so far. She looks smug. <laughs> Katrezza, is there anything else you want to tell us? Anything else you've seen before we go? Do you know anything about any of these? And I'll just lay out a few things from Screed, uh, Malera, etc., etc., if those um, ring any bells for him or anything in that neighborhood. It's very possible they won't. Which uh, it, he tells you he's dreamed of white swords. He doesn't know what that yeah, means. That's, but that's pretty much the extent of it. He's dreamed of white swords, and um, he's dreamed a lot of the Plague House. I think... Um, he talks to you a bit more about his dreams. Yeah. He hasn't dreamed the same things that you've dreamed, yeah. but he's seen some of the same things, and he's seen some things that you haven't dreamed. He's seen things of the plague house and the swords, and he's dreamed the thing that you have about the orcs attacking at orcs attack at sunset. Yeah. Yeah. But and he's got some stuff in there that sounds like it's from fifty years ago with the plague yeah. house, and probably isn't relevant to Roderick's investigation. Yeah. That he hasn't necessarily un- Se- separated out yeah. because he is actually a bit mad. Thirty years of hallucinations have yeah. not been kind to him, and um, fundamentally, his skin was damaged when he inhaled poisonous gas, and yeah. that's why he has visions. So it's it's done. Him, yeah. It's probably done him a bit more damage than it's done you. Yeah. If you don't mind my asking, then you can tell it in your own time. You said you've seen these things since the mist, and I'll draw my fingers down where the marks are on his face. I, I, I went to Brimstone Harrowsfix 
a temple in the Kodar Mountains in the lee of the volcano. Those who breathe the mists learn the future, it is said. But I could only endure it for so long. They called me a weakling, but it hurt too great. The pain was too great. I left and traveled for a time. I found it difficult. It is all... My life has not been an easy one. I was taken in. Uh, I was found uh, unwell near the border uh, of Trunau and taken in by the temple of Iomedi. They have cared for me. My time in this world is approaching its end. Even if I am not struck down by any orc or foul intruder on true now. I do not have much longer left. My health is, is not good. But I... I am content with who I am. I just wish I had been able to save Roderick. What you're doing now, what you've done for him, may end up saving a lot of lives yet. This isn't over. Roderick's just... Roderick's just the first casualty in this battle. Battles do have many, many casualties. Thank you. We'll do what we can for the rest. And he nods and, you know, you, you, you guys talk a little bit more and I think you show yourselves out at this yeah, point. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there. Like, to- Tomar's sufficiently invested in this that he's actually going to sit with the guy and just talk to him and calm him down and uh, talk about sweet nothings, basically. Yeah, um, he just finds your company genuinely reassuring. <laughs> Most people, like, very few people entirely believe him. Roderick was actually one of People seek him out because he's kind of uh, vaguely oracle, has vaguely oracle-like capacities, but no one entirely understands him or believes him. Yeah. You're the first person who really knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, my direction to Sarah is just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, and she's um, very much, she, she, she's doing this fine. You only know he's here because she told you. All right, and then I'll leave with Kirst and return to our secret conversation meeting point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, um, this deserted field is getting a lot of love. And so... I expect that might have raised a question or two for you. Tomar, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I, I just need a minute. Sure. And um, Kirst is going to sit down on the grass and just kind of sit there and be sad for a while. Yeah. Um, and then, all right, yes, um, questions. And um, presuming that Katrissa has given it to us, I will hand Kirst the journal. Yeah. Say, so this, this was your brother's, it's, it's yours now. I wish he had listened. I he but was a stubborn one. He couldn't have he couldn't have known what he was getting into, and he was a good fighter. No one pick, did anything to him except ambush him, and no one can see that kind of thing coming. I don't think. No, he was. Well, really, I suppose if he had abandoned his investigation. He might not have made himself enough of a nuisance to whoever is behind this, and then they might not have killed him. And then 
we wouldn't have known what's coming. So and then we might not have any idea. I meant what I said to Catreza. Roderick's the first casualty. But in his own way, he died defending True Now, and you know, damn sure that's the way he would have wanted it. This is... We have enough now. I'm happy to keep investigating further, but we can go to Father with this. Whenever whenever you're ready, we can check out the Plague House or go to him. We have the proof that we need. People I... will know in time. Thank you. I, re- I really appreciate it. I, I'd just very much like to know what's under that bloody Plague House at this point. Yes, um, possibly a flood troll. I, half tempted to traipse up there with a group with a group of true house finest and see if we can take the damn thing out. But there's also something to be said with moving with a little more stealth and subtlety, given there's already a few folk in true now that appear to be on the side of this half-eat conspiracy. If um, I am the leader of the true now scout force. If you wish to mount a reconnaissance and stealth, I can certainly assist you in that. By day or by night. I... I think we tackle that... I think we tackle that tonight. When dusk falls. The less people I have to cover, the quieter we will be. But I'm happy to... do any investigation today or report him to Father. Um... Whatever you think is best. Let's check it out quietly tonight. In the meantime, we'll leave... Thanks about it for a moment. We'll leave what we know with my mother. Leave her with instructions that if the worst falls, to take take it to Jagran first thing if we're not back. And Tomorrow will basically write out his own little journal of findings that says blah, 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 blah. Is there anything you want to accomplish today? Because that's probably going to be a scene leaving that with her. Um, I want to go to the House of Wonders and see Agrid. Yep, very easily done. You're you're quite relatively near Clam or relatively near your house. So um, you go in and um, Agrid is a um, short dwarven woman, um, Relatively attractive, not not startlingly so like Alina, but um, she's a relatively pre- relatively pretty as far as you're concerned. Bit bit older, um, and um, she smiles um, cheerfully at you as you come in. Well, if it isn't my is it, well, if it isn't my favorite customer, she's a dwarf. Yeah, Agrid's a dwarf, and she's married to a half orc. Yeah, half orc Shanta, yes, as one does. Yes. Fair. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. This is a half orc short, a, a lesbian dwarf, relationship. Wet lesbian relationship, yes, as, that. As one does. That's totally what it says here. <laughs> I believe you entirely. Um, so, yes, and um, Agrit will smile happily as you come in. Chama, have you decided you would like to spend some money? You, you, you are um, you are one of Agrit's favorite customers because you are the sort of person that comes to magic shops and buys obscure scrolls. Uh, buys obscure scrolls. She likes that sort of person. I confess I'm a little light on funds, but I do have a few. I, I do have a few bits and pieces that you might be willing to take in a trade. Tell me more. I, supp- supply is as good as demand. Tell me more. And I will start pulling out various things and saying, "I will." 
you know, it looks to me like this might be of some value, but, uh, you know, I cannot be sure, um, and start producing these various, um, unidentified flasks of liquid and that sort of thing, um, which I will show off to her with my conspicuously bejeweled, like, look at this valuable thing that I have for trade or sale. Yeah, the um, she she's probably prepared to buy the jewel coffer off you, but you probably want the um the general store for that. Yeah, she's um, however, very interested in all your magic. But, but it's kind of the equivalent of I'm yeah. not actually necessarily selling it to her so much as the equivalent of just putting a bag of cash on the counter. Yeah. So at the point, she's prepared to do some identifying for you. Um, because they're scrolls and vials, it's not that difficult a mission. Um, she actually has the capacity to do the read magic thing. So for what you've got there, she's prepared to identify them for you. Right. But she expects to be your first cut. In exchange, she expects, if you're selling them in town, she expects that you will sell them to her. Right. I can't ask for a fair deal than that. Alright, um, she has a sniff of the liquids and will give you an assessment of these things. So, what you have, at this point I'm going to take a moment and locate it by place so I can straighten it out. Um, you have an oil of magic weapon. Yep. A potion of shield of faith, uh, the lowest level one, I believe that's plus one. Yep, uh, plus two. Plus two, low, plus two. Uh, and the two scrolls you couldn't identify from that collection are a scroll of knock and a scroll of summon swarm. Huh. Yes, the knock could get you into that lockbox, but you did not need it. But I already had a scroll of knock, but now I desperately need one again, because yep. now I'm four. Yep, well, there we are. There's one. Uh, there's a uh, potion of dark vision, uh, a scroll of bark skin. So these ones are the ones in the lockbox. Yep. And a um, scroll of uh, that one's cure light wounds. Oh, it's all so good. It's treasure. Yep, yep. I kind of, I kind of don't want to sell any of it to her because <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> Someone swarmed towards it. Hard. Well, happily for you. You bought you bought one or two items from Cassie at the Sunset, but everything else that you have on that list you bought from her. She's um she kind of recognizes the kind of person that you yeah. are. She's um prepared to provide this service, but um there's definitely an air that you'd better um offer you know, you should bring her some business soon. If you're not going to sell her these, you should sell her something or you should buy something from her. Less desperate for a small bat. Um, Quit you be in the market for this fine masterwork hand crossbow. No, if you want to sell that kind of thing, you need the um, odds and salts shop or else um, Clamour. She just does magic. Alright, well I think um, by way of thanking her, Tamar will allow himself to be reluctantly parted from the scroll of Summon Swarm. Cool, she buys that off you quite happily, and you can exchange it for its, tre- its half its value in gold coins. Yep. 
However, she does mention firmly that, um, if you change your mind about any of the others, like that scroll of bark skin, that uh, potion of bark skin, I could do you a very good price for something so obviously useful to everyone. I, I, I mean, it's certainly something to consider, but, you know, uh, dear, dear Pallor's had her eye on it for some time, if you understand. <laughs> yes, because Pallor is the one in the fa- Pallor is the one in the family who, uh, buys every magical net that she can get her hands on. She's always coming in here. Well, there you are. We're more customers than sellers, really. (laughs) You had better find me something good the next time you go out stirring up trouble. But I will put this away. Doubtless someone will want it for something. You know, I have a feeling there'll be enough trouble coming that there'll be all sorts of things stirred up from it. Well, with you around, Tomar, we're never short of trouble. (laughs) So that one... <laughs> Sad but true. <laughs> Alright, so yes, she can, um... She is prepared to identify those in exchange for you selling her one of them. Cool things. But, um, you know, send her some good stuff. You, you, you've reduced the yeah. problem, you haven't entirely eliminated yeah, it. Yeah, the, the, the problem is, if it wasn't all fabulous, um, shiny magical scrolls and things, then I'd happily give them to her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I will do, however... She has them. Is so I can't bear to part with these, but but these, on the other hand, these are just gold. You know, this is just gold, um, and I will end up buying two scrolls of read magic off her. Excellent. All right. Um, she does brighten considerably at that, and um, sells you them quite happily. It's it's not a mighty investment of GP at that point. No, but... Um, there are whopping 12 and a half gold apiece. There aren't actually staggering numbers of people. This shop does not have staggering numbers of customers on a day-to-day basis. Egret is actually quite happy, is always happy for your business. True now is just not a town where the majority of people can afford constant magic items. It's, it's fair. Tamar understands. Tamar can also not afford the constant supply of magical items that he is buying. I promise there will be treasure. There will be treasure at some point in here that isn't just glorious scrolls that you want so very badly. Glorious scrolls. In all fairness, there's a gold coffer in there. You can just sell that for for fat cash. I figure we could probably have a separate side conversation about what, um, how we're doing treasure division and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, stuff. At this point, you have treasure, and um. At that point, I think, um, we'll do the conversation that you have with Lena before you go up the hill. Yeah. And, um, I think you probably rest up a bit, because you don't necessarily want to spend the whole day investigating and then have a pitched, um... Yeah, that's what I'm figuring. We're also... Pitched um, investigation. We're, we're, like, Tamara's not prepared to let the bone go, so what he's going to do is walk around and look at the other, um white swords that are around the place, yeah. but there isn't anything more useful I can draw from them. So Tamar pretends to investigate. Sure, and Curse is going to sensibly rest up. Yeah. Because, um, you know, he doesn't want to do a whole day investigating and then a whole night um, battling. Yeah, but I'm a dwarf. Yeah. Cool. All right, and, um, you know, you go, at, at, sort of, I imagine around sunset, you and Curse go to see Alina to provide her... With the results of your investigation, Kirst also updates hit the journal he's been keeping in his his yep. room with all the details that you've just given him, so that he can pass that on to her as well. And you go to have this conversation, and then head back up to the plague house to discover what the ashes of the past have been concealing. Dum dum dum. dum. dum.